This podcast of Clancy, Shane and Kimber comes with a free measuring quote on blinds, curtains and shutters. Just call ABC Blinds on 13 13 15 to get yours during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just $39,990 drive away. And Clezzy, Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Hayden Ballantyne from the Fremantle Dockers. We knew it would happen eventually that the Dockers would lose a game of footy this year and pick it against the Tigers, but they got sort of out-dockered by the Tigers. Hayden Ballantyne, morning mate, how are you? Good guys, yourself? Yeah, good mate. I understand you're at the coffee shop. Any pastries going there you could get uh, for us? No, no pastries. A couple of post eggs on toast for me. We're down at the uh, Lenny the Ox in Freo. It's one of the, one of the nicer cafes in Freo. Very nice. Down here. Fantastic. And what do you reckon about last week, mate? you want to talk about it or move along? <laughs> oh, I'd like to move along. No, but really, it's not the end of the world, you know. We're not, we're not the first team to lose a game this year, so... We'll, uh, we'll learn from it and we'll move on and uh, get on with the Gold Coast this weekend. Bellas, when you all watch the game back with Ross, is it with commentary? Like, can you be surprised by the comments that are made? Uh, depends if Ross wants to make a point about it or not. <laughs> if, he, uh, <laughs> if, the, if the commentators are saying something where he wants to get the point across, we might hear a bit of commentary. But nah, normally it's a lot of down-the-ground stuff and so you can see the whole field, not just not just where the football is. So, yes, uh, if the game... The, the uh, reviews are pretty pretty hectic on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, it'd be pretty full on, mate. That first quarter felt very much like what you guys have been doing to other teams all year, and they just got out of the blocks and kicked those eight goals. Exactly right. That's what we pride ourselves on is our, our good starts, and we've we've done it all year. We've uh, we've won nearly every first quarter, and uh, yeah, if the Tigers did that to us, it was a little bit embarrassing. You say not the end of the world, but I can tell you right now, a lot of Frio fans think it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to trust me, all the players thought it was after the uh, straight after the game. But you know, then we, then we you know assessed it and thought you know we're still nine and one. We're yeah. not going ter- we're not going terrible. So and of all the teams, dude, Richmond, not one of my favourites. Oh. Bloody yeah, I can't. I can't tell you they're one of my favourites either. No. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, a, there's always a bit of extra, uh, extra oomph in the bumps and tackles when you're playing against Richmond. Uh, yeah, I saw Rancy going for you a few times, mate, yeah. when he didn't need to. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I actually sat next to him at the All Australian dinner last last year, and we had a we had a great chat for a few hours, and uh, then he was doing that to me. So oh, next well. year, next time, I won't be so nice. See you later. <laughs> yeah. What about this week, Coco? Yeah, well, Gold, Gold Coast, they're, um, they're, they're struggling a bit at the moment with injuries and whatnot, so we'll, um, when it, but we still can't take them lightly. So we worked out last week, if you're 5% off, you can get beat. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be a tough gig, so get up there and get the job done and come home and have a, have a weekend off with the bye. Fellas, mm, can I ask you, with uh, Chris Judd suddenly retiring this week, I mean, do you think about your end game at all, or is it a bad omen to think like that, like what you'll do post-retirement? Yeah, when are you going to retire, mate? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> if we lose to Gold Coast, no. I think you know you, you always got to prepare for life after footy because let's be honest, it can it can end any after, it can end at any game. You know, if you do yeah. a big injury or something. So yeah. I've uh, got a few little things in the pipeline where I've you know I'm into the beef industry a bit and a few other things, horse industry as well. So yeah. oh, good. there's a lot of stuff outside of footy that I focus on, as do all the boys at Freo. you got to have something outside of football to <sighs> keep you occupied. Don't mix those two up, though. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. So and I into the beef industry, but just eating it. Mate, yeah. uh, not so great for Michael Johnson's 200th. Uh, we hope oh. he's going to be okay. But uh, another Michael celebrating an lo- uh, absolute milestone with 100 games. No one say break a leg to Michael Barlow, though, this weekend. No, no, that's right. And, you know, he, he missed out for the first few years of the draft. He missed out. So he's 
Started the hard way, come through playing a lot of VFL footy, and then he finally got his chance, and he's made the most of it, so hats off to Mickey Barlow. Now, Pavlich uh, probably will play again to this week. I mean, I would have dropped him after last week's oh, form. Listen, yeah, spoken by an eagle over there. <laughs> yeah, as it is, um, oh, I won't say I was going to say. Yeah, no, 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 I should say. No, Pat's yeah, playing, but, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, as far as I know, he's, he's playing. He's, he trained on uh, Tuesday, and we're going to final hit out uh, t- this morning, so then we'll be all be on the bird and getting ready for it. Sweet. Had lunch in the rooms. Alex Pierce, the big fella. Jeez, he's a big dude, isn't he? He'll be bowing down back, the young guy, twenty year old. Yeah, yeah, he's tall. I'll, I'll say he'd be, he'd probably be the likely inclusion for Jono, but um, yeah, he's got to get, he's got to get through training as well. But yeah, he's, he's a big unit. He, he, he could be a ruckman if he wanted yeah. to, but. He's uh, he's actually a really solid defender. I watched a lot of Peel games and a couple of games he's played for us. He did a really good job. Yeah, so can't wait to get him in. Six 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 seven, mate. Uh, Gold Coast Suns at Metricom on Saturday. Go get him, Bellas. When an exes appears on screen for her first close-up in Jurassic World, it's easy to think they've morphed Ginger from Gilligan's Island with Jessica Chastain. Now that's a movie star, Bryce. Tell us, Howard. Welcome. Oh, thank you. We saw your movie yesterday. Well done. Oh my gosh, did you like it? Loved it. Yeah, that's good. Great. Good work. Oh, that's wonderful. And the three D's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. You know what? I saw the movie for the first time. Um, in 2D, because I'm one of those old fogies that just is sort of like, rrr, rrr, 2D, rrr. and then I saw it again in IMAX in 3D, and it was amazing. So that's how I'm going to watch the movie from here on out. i got to say, uh, on the uh, acting front, you played the worst auntie I've ever seen, and then the nicest one. So there was a bit of a stretch. Well, you know what? My character goes on quite a journey on this movie. You know, in the first five minutes of meeting her, you sort of figure... Well, th- this one's going to get eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> but, she'd and be deserving. And at that point, she probably deserves to. <laughs> <laughs> but then by the end, not, you know, not so much. Not, you know, you, you, you don't, it's, uh, you're, you're kind of rooting for her in a different way. Yeah, you're warm to her, don't you? So, mm. so how quickly do you read the script to see if you, you're not eaten? Because there's a lot of people <laughs> that were just fodder. Well, when I first heard about this movie, uh, I had a conversation with Colin, and uh, I mean, I thought the premise for the film was absolutely inspired, and, and I said, you know, I'd love to be in this, and... And then he, he later just, um, or within that month, he called me and he, he just offered it to me. But there wasn't a script yet. So I signed oh. on to this just based on, uh, you know, Colin's awesome Skype storytelling. <laughs> and, uh, and then I did read the script several months later. I mean, I was already a, a part of it. So I had, I had that kind of spoiler uh, in advance. But, of course, you know, you never know. You never know sort of what might happen. The thing is, I mean, you are Ron Howard's daughter. With each role that you're getting, does it help to further separate yourself from being your father's daughter and being taken on your own merits? Because I would imagine in the early days that would have been a bit of a struggle. Well, you know, I, I had kind of a, a an, an early sort of conflict with that, which is I was concerned about that. And, and so when I first started working, I didn't use my last name. So I just used my first and middle name, which was Bryce Dallas. Mm. Now, the problem with that is, firstly, Bryce Dallas kind of sounds like a porn star. <laughs> so in terms of wanting to be taken seriously, I don't know if that was the right step in the right direction. But then I also, after, after a while, I, you know, I started working and all of that, and I, I realized, you know, I'm so proud to come from my family, and I'm so proud to be the daughter of my, my father. I, I, you know, I don't at all desire to be considered independent from him because, you know, he's my, he's my flesh and blood. He's my dad. just want to know, despite, and we know Jimmy Fallon makes a cameo in this movie, but despite your character being uh, all work, you know, like a kid-free zone, particularly at the start, is your real-life son Theo in this movie? Yes, he, he's he's just he's in the background. Oh, is he? We have this very weird tradition in my family that when you're seven years old, you're allowed to be an extra. 
And so he was an extra in the petting zoo scene. And it was honestly, it was probably my most stressful day on set because I just wanted <laughs> everything to be okay. But um, I was like, it's way easier acting in movies than having your child act in movies. And you, um, you were an extra in Apollo 13, uh, Parenthood, that kind of era? Yeah, yeah. My first kind of extra situation was in Parenthood because I turned seven during Parenthood. Wow. So what, what do you... Re- yeah, I think it was just their way of kind of getting us to warm to the idea that, you know, that we weren't allowed to be professional actors. I've got to say, basketball fans loved Aussie Patty Mills' vital role in San Antonio Spurs' 2014 NBA Championship. Now there's another Aussie taking the NBA playoffs by storm. His name is Matthew Dallabadova. He's playing for LeBron uh, James' team, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's nothing like Andrew Gaze, who used to have my reckoning when he was playing. Superstar. Andrew, are you there? Crazy. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you, champ? Are you going well? Let's start off pretty crass. How much money is this Matthew Delabadova going to be making, mate? <laughs> well, I don't know, but he's um, he's on a relatively modest salary at the moment. He signed a two-year deal, and I think, uh, I don't know how he's getting by, I think he's just over a million bucks this year. Poor fella. Poor really struggling to uh, get it all going. But um, <laughs> no, with every game and with every performance like he's had over the last couple, uh, you can see his agent's eyes will be lighting up. Absolutely. He's going to get paid, but uh, he, there's no doubt that he's going to get a, a multi-year, multi-million dollar contract. How big that is uh, remains to be seen, but um, no, he's he's not going to have too much, too many financial problems, that's for sure. I think we absolutely love it when we have Australian players in the NBA anyway, but he has just in the last couple of weeks just been the standout name, and, and even too, if you look at 20 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, that doesn't even cover all of the face dives he was doing for the ball. <laughs> he plays tough. Yeah, spot on. And I reckon that um, the difference with Matty as opposed to some of the guys we see in the NBA, I think the fans can relate to him yeah. even more because he hasn't been born with just innate uh, spectacular athleticism. He's got to where he's gotten through through hard work. And as you saw, as we all saw, the way in which he's diving on those loose balls, doing all those little one percenters that coaches from the time you're under 12 talk about, but he's actually getting down and getting dirty. And I think the fans in Cleveland and and certainly here in Australia can appreciate the work that he's putting in in order to get the rewards that he's reaping at the moment. Yeah, he looks like a dude who'd have a pickup truck and he'd just be cruising around. But, uh, mate, you were there. You've been there. You played with the Spurs and you've got a championship ring to your name. And what's it like sitting there? Do you sit there on the pine sometimes and just go, I cannot believe I'm here in the NBA playoffs? Uh, it's, uh, you know, watching Matty, you, you, you just feel really proud. And I think that's the general feel for most Australians to mm. see a an Australian representing them on the on the international stage like that, it makes you feel real good. But it's, I'm sure in, in, in the, you know when he puts his head on the pillow, he must be pinching himself because yep. I don't think he would be wrong to say that at the start of the year, if you had have said that Matthew Delavadova <laughs> would be LeBron James's running mate in an NBA <laughs> yeah. NBA final series, they would have thought, mate, you need to check yourself in. You You're need crazy. some attention. Well, weren't they uh, so thinking about yeah. trading him in January? Uh, there was talk about that because they felt they needed a, a stronger backup point guard to Kyrie Irving. But yeah. uh, David Blatt, the head coach, he stuck that with him and, and saw something in him which uh, is paying dividends right now. Well, he's getting more time because Irving and uh, Love, the other big stars, are uh, sort of out of it. But uh, it's a 2-1 lead, mate, so anything could happen. It's uh, Like you say, Andrew, we're pretty, uh, pretty proud of the Aussie there. Yeah, fantastic. It's still a long way to go. Yeah. I've flipped. I don't know about you guys. I started the series thinking I was sort of in the Golden State Warriors corner, but with what Matty Delver Dover is doing and the story behind it, the hardship the team's gone through with that, that injuries, 
I find myself, and this is uh, very un-Australian in the way we go about it, I find myself flipping and I'm now shearing my, my head off for the Cavs. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting. Oh, well, we'll send this to Andrew Bogut. Thanks, Gazy. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, guys. Clazy Shane and Kimber go so well together, just like ABC Blinds and a clearance sale. Call 13 13 15 to save big during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance.